they fooled me. I need to think more carefully next time they try and fool me. No, they just continue with the programming. These people are completely and utterly slave-minded, genuinely slaves. They live inside of a system, and the system they're going to purport and fight to defend is going to destroy them. They're not fighting for a system which is going to give them anything other than absolute slavery and tyranny. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting by a system that threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. We can discuss what I think is potentially could be the greatest crime in, in the history of the world. Never did I expect, J.D., that I would all of a sudden meet domestic enemies that somehow our founding fathers put in our oath of office that are a danger to this nation. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the deep dive for truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the deep dive for truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Rocking and rolling, having some fun. Just so you know, the Deep Dive for Truth team is happy, healthy. We're still on the move, trying to make things happen. So if anything happens to any of us, or if we disappear off the map, face of the earth, it's not by accident. Uh, we're just going to keep on pushing the agenda and the envelope. But remember, this is fiction. They are watching. Everybody needs to pay attention. Everybody needs to pay attention. If there's any type of alarm system that should warn you, it's now, and here's why. The reality, as the financial system gets more controlling and more invasive, it's a little bit like bringing up a corral around us. And CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, and vaccine passports or digital IDs are sort of the last uh, shutting of the gate. It's hard for many people to imagine the risks here because we're so used to living with financial transaction freedom. And we don't understand that when this gate closes on us, we literally will be sitting in a system where the central banks believe that our assets belong to them and they can dictate where we can spend money and what we can spend money on. Um, the important thing to understand is central bank digital currencies are not currencies. It's a financial transaction control grid and it gives the ability for the central bankers, and they've said this publicly, the ability to not only set, set the rules centrally, but enforce the rules centrally. If you don't behave, you can have your money turned off. So if you've enjoyed liberty, it's very hard to you know, perceive this iceberg before you hit it. And that's why it's so important, and I commend you for, for talking about CBDCs. We need to not let the propaganda persuade us that one, this is convenient, or two, that we need this, or three, not only the dangers of CBDCs, but the opportunities if we start to reverse financial tyranny. So there you have it. Hey, everybody that's listening, all you young people out there, try this. Try to go for a walk. Leave your wallet at home in a safe 
ready for a drawer, whatever you got, put your wallet in with all your chips. Go for a walk without your phone. Without any type of traceability, your car has a chip in it. Try to go where there's a non-public place where companies or businesses or personal cameras aren't tied into the system and do yourself a favor and go for a walk in a peaceful place and enjoy being disconnected from the system and understand what's happening and that that freedom that you have for whatever time you can do it is coming to an end and it's beginning with the cash if they can take away the ability for a personal person to give somebody five dollars for a lunch or five dollars for this and that everything's transacted through the system, then at any time they can shut down any transaction or monitor any transaction or basically know everything about who and what you're doing with any type of foreign monies and then they can rate your your finances and how much you're going to get paid based on how well you're following embedded into the system. It's a deadly, deadly step. The other thing I would suggest is take out cash, start using it. Leave your cards at home. They know they promise you points. It's the great trick. They get you points, you get this back, money back, percentage back, whatever. But in essence, if you're paying any type of interest rate, you're really not making any money. So try to get debt-free one if you can. If you can't, use the system to the best of your ability, but try to always help out local businesses, small mom and pops places, and use cash. Even the big places, let's flood it with cash. Keep the cash freedom. You lock away that door. Now you're going to be wrapped up in a system that you can't get out of and they will control everything about what you can get and what you can do. And just so you all know, in the book of Revelation, they've talked about this. They talk about in the end times you can't buy unless you have the mark of the beast, unless you have any some type of mark or embedded into the system. Granted, I know everybody's different religions or whatnot, but this has been predicted. This has been said that Two-thirds of the earth, we're going to die of disease and famine. And we've got pandemics on the rise. We've got food shortages coming. Two-thirds is quite the number, considering that it's probably going to be more than that. For them to predict that back then, and that, that you weren't going to be able to buy or sell any goods, foods, do anything without the mark or the access codes or whatever you want to call it, the systems, the chips, do not fall into that. And that brings us into this next point. The whole MK Ultra that was out in the 50s and 60s, just doing a little research on that and watching them put microchips into the brains of animals and be able to control them moving left and right and what they're doing and whatnot. It was pretty impressive that they could do that. And they, So they've been working on this forever, but they weren't allowed to use it on humans. Well, there's a connection here, and I'm going to say it. you got 5G connection. You've got... The COVID bioweapon that's forcing everybody to get the nanotechnology. That nanotechnology has been proven that once you get that in you, that you give off a MAC address. And MAC addresses are basically controlled by Wi-Fi and used as Wi-Fi systems. And that's how they can tell in airports if you've been vaxxed or not. It's crazy, but it's coming. And that they boosted the system to 5G. Now, how does this all connect with MK Ultra? Well, they were trying to embed stuff into people's brains and thought processes and now they have the technology to do that with uh, nanotechnology and if they have cracked that they just need a strong enough signal so they could zoom in on people and make them do what they want and the other thing is is this spike protein is transferable from people that have that in them to people that don't so check to see if you have a mac address uh, all you done vaccinated people and just for you vaccinated people that are curious and you want to see what's going on understand that if you have a mac address and it's popping up understand that do mk ultra and the connections of the scientific work and the production of what's happening this whole thing they will be able to adjust your thought process make you think a certain way, make you feel a certain way, and maybe even uh, access energies to create problems with your organs and, and hearts and all that stuff. So uh, let's let's go into some deep dives and see what's going on. And definitely you all want to know what's going on. It's really, it's really incredible, some of the stuff that's happening. So we're just going to touch base on a couple things here. I'm going to try to keep this on the move. Remember, we're all part of the same family. We need to spread the word and help each other and help everybody understand what's going on before it's too late, before they corral us up. This is MKUltra. MKUltra, why you should never trust NASA. The following clip is a testimony of one of the victims of Project MKUltra. Everyone, this is Kathy O'Brien. Please listen carefully as she describes where she was taken 
when the U.S. government used her as a test subject for their mind control operation. I wish to meet with Noriega. Alan Simpson was already up there. So you, he was there president when you yes. were there? Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino was there. And in essence, they did a modified version of the hands-on mind control demonstrations that I was forced to um, participate in on the various military bases and NASA installations across this country. On the various military bases and NASA installations across this country. Now ask yourself, why is NASA interested in mind control? That was where the term presidential model came from. In essence, they were demonstrating the latest um, forms of mind control to, to people. And this was a modified version of that presentation. And this was done to Noriega to show him not only the latest technologies in mind control, but also to play on his occult superstitions. It was done to uh, terrify him into believing that um, he would have the wrath of Satan himself on him if he didn't comply with Reagan's orders. He was very terrified by the whole presentation um, and had run hollering from the room. So the effect was definitely there. Now everyone, this is Mark Phillips, the CIA agent who stepped in and rescued Kathy and her eight-year-old daughter Kelly. Here he's going to describe some of the lasting effects of Kelly's mental trauma. But pay attention to where he describes this trauma taking place at. Okay. I was stating that, uh, that uh, uh, there's a very good chance that when Kathy arrived uh, to pick her daughter up, she had no, her daughter had no memory, even though they've been talking about this. I was, I was uh, setting the time. Oh, I'm listening to it. Um, uh, the, uh, the child will probably have very little ability to re even remember what uh, she and her mother had talked about doing today. Um, uh, and I know Kathy told me, she said, she said, well, Kelly ought to be ready to go, and she'll have her hiking clothes on. And I said, Kathy, it'll be the first time. I said, she will not remember, most likely, that you were even going to be here today. Yeah, and, and it's just, it's always this way. Kathy always hopes that the next time she sees her, she'll remember. It just doesn't happen. It can't happen. She was used as, as she was from day eight. Be the program, right? Yeah, absolutely. From the moment she was born, they were they were doing ambiosynthesis or whatever they call it, you know, on Kathy uh, at NASA on on Kathy uh, before the child was still in her womb. They were doing amniocentesis on Kathy at NASA when the child Kelly was still in her womb. Uh, they were doing all the kind of probing around and sticking the needles through the stomach and everything else. I have no earthly idea what they were doing. Ask yourself, since when are the folks at NASA interested in prenatal care? Uh, I can assure you. Somebody that... knows what was not her. She has a file. Yeah, there's tons of files, but I don't have access to those files. Uh, I do have access. Okay, don't know this is Kathy and her daughter Kelly. Both of them were mind-controlled sex slaves in this U.S. government MKUltra operation. Now you might be wondering, is this a fluke? Did he really just say NASA? Maybe it was something else that sounded like NASA, and you're just imagining that because you want NASA to be the bad guy. Because NASA has to be the bad guy if you want to sustain your belief that the Earth is flat. Or perhaps you might be saying, oh, well, these experiments might have been taking place at NASA, but that doesn't mean these experiments were carried out by NASA. Please listen carefully to what Mark Phillips says next. First, he's going to describe Kelly's mental state and why she has to continue to live in a mental hospital. And then he's going to say something that you really need to hear. Identity disorder. Um, part of the symptoms of this disorder are her inability to remember 
from moment to moment. And in order for her to, to appear normal, she mirrors anyone that she is in contact with. So they feel very comfortable with her. So I said to her, for example, I like Discovery Channel. Yes. She said, right? And then she said, yes, I, I, it's the only thing I'm watching. Yes, exactly. You see, there was, there was some, some particular moment of time. Now I'm recalling that. Exactly. It's called mirror. It's called mirroring. Uh, she will mirror your actions, the way you hold your hands, the way you, the way you talk. Um, eventually, she'll even begin to pick up your accent. Um, the, uh, the, the disorder itself is most unfortunate, most uncomfortable to the person that suffers from it. But the worst part is it develops into suicidal and homicidal behavior. They become, uh, these people that suffer from DID, in many instances, but not all, uh, become uh, very agitated very easily for things that we don't even know uh, that could agitate them. Uh, a word, or a place, or a suggestion, or a thing can, can set them off, and they become extremely violent, either towards themselves or towards others. Uh, Kelly's situation is not without this horrific, terrible um, uh, symptom. Uh, she suffered it many, many times, and that's the reason that she has uh, been maintained in a mental institution for most of her life. Um, uh, she has spent uh, from age eight, she is now 16, she has lived in a mental institution, uh, or in an institutionalized setting. So, what was her life before? She was NASA, NASA Institute? The National Aeronautics and Space Administration, I hold directly responsible for her condition. The National Aeronautics and Space Administration, I hold directly responsible for her condition. Not the CIA, not the FBI, the National Aeronautic and Space Administration, NASA. Plain as day, no mistake about it. All right, that's the uh, little blip on something that came out from the CIA whistleblower about MK Ultra. So that's just one person. Again, good stuff. This is MK Ultra, Nazi SS, CIA, Mossad, and New World Order mind control program. In the 1950s and 60s, the CIA conducted a sinister secret program to master the science of mind control. While the secret studies might sound like the stuff of horror science fiction, sometimes the truth is even stranger. Beginning in 1945, American and British organizations teamed up to gather as much military, scientific, and technological research as possible throughout occupied Germany. As German research facilities were seized, Allied force groups began to confiscate war-related documents and materials and interrogate scientists. One particular document was the Ozenberg List, a catalog of scientists and engineers working at the service of the Third Reich. Run by the Joint Intelligence Objectives Agency, or JIOA, the covert operation dubbed Operation Overcast, then renamed Operation Paperclip, involved having 1,600 German scientists and their families brought to the U.S. during the Cold War to work on America's behalf. The objective was to use German intelligence to develop America's arsenal of biological and chemical weapons, ensuring that they didn't fall in the hands of the Soviet Union. While President Harry Truman sanctioned the operation, he forbade recruiting any Nazis or Nazi supporters. In spite of this, the JIOA bypassed this directive by hiding any incriminating evidence of possible war crimes from some of the scientists' records. Concerned that the Russians had developed mind control programs, the CIA wanted to find out how U.S. spies would hold up if it was used against them. With this in mind, Operation Bluebird, later called MKUltra, was created by Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. Despite going against the Nuremberg Code, which prohibits experimentation on human subjects without their consent, MKUltra was conducted in secrecy for over a decade and experimented with, quote, the use of biological and chemical materials in altering human behavior. This amounted to many experiments being carried out on an estimated thousands of U.S. subjects, many of whom did not know exactly what they were signing up for. Some of the subjects included sex workers, prisoners, and people with terminal illness, and many of the experiments involved the administration of illegal drugs. According to journalist Stephen Kinzer, who wrote the book Poisoner-in-Chief about Gottlieb, Gottlieb wanted to create a way to seize control of people's minds, and he realized that it was a two-part process. First, you had to blast away the existing mind. Second, you had to find a way to insert a new mind into that resulting void. 
And what did Dr. Sidney Gottlieb believe was the best way to blast away the existing mind? A newly created drug called LSD. After its discovery in 1943, psychiatrists researched the drug for possible use for depressed, psychotic, and epileptic therapies. In the early 1950s, Gottlieb arranged for the CIA to buy the world's entire supply of LSD. Once he had collected all of the LSD on U.S. soil, he began distributing it under the guise of bogus foundations, sending it to hospitals, clinics, prisons, and other credible institutions to begin administering it in a series of research projects. Experts say that while Gottlieb technically reported to Richard Helms and CIA director at the time, Alan Dulles, in essence, he operated almost completely without supervision, in partly because his bosses didn't want to know the details. This resulted in Gottlieb never having to file serious reports when experiments ended in tragedy, and the experiments often did. In 1963, CIA Inspector General John Vance learned of the program. His office reported, quote, The concepts involved in manipulating human behavior are found by many people, both within and outside the agency, to be distasteful and unethical. As a result of this report, Project MKUltra's operations were slowly scaled back. Eventually, Gottlieb decided that LSD was not useful and that mind control was not possible. The program ended, and in 1973, CIA Director Richard Helms ordered that all documentation from Project MKUltra be destroyed. But while most of the records were destroyed, information on the project remained in some 8,000 pages of financial documents that were accidentally left over. These, along with witness testimonies, would piece together the sordid history of MKUltra. A 1985 Supreme Court document identified MKUltra as 162 separate projects under one umbrella, many of which were conducted at universities and research foundations that did not even know they were taking part in a CIA experiment. Taking place all over the country, the experiments used LSD, barbiturates, hypnosis, and biological agents, and resulted in some unspeakable horrors. In one instance, a mental patient in Kentucky was continuously fed LSD for 174 days. And while nearly every part of the MKUltra experiment is easily viewed as horrifying, nothing is so stomach-turning and alarming as the death of Frank Olson. On November 28, 1953, government scientist Frank Olson jumped from, or was pushed, from a high-level window at the Hotel Statler in New York City. The fall killed him and the CIA claimed he jumped from the window, committing suicide due to work-related stress. In his life, Olson was recruited to work for the Army's biological lab in 1950 to develop aerosol weapons that could be transmitted through air particles. During visits to warfare research centers in UK, Paris, Norway, and West Germany, it is said that he witnessed extreme interrogations in which the CIA committed murder using biological weapons that Dr. Olson had developed. On November 24th, he told his division chief that he was resigning. His chief then suggested he head to New York for psychological treatment. The day after Thanksgiving, Olson called home saying he was feeling better. Olson would die later that evening. While his family accepted the explanation from the CIA that his death was the result of a stress-induced suicide, they changed their mind when in 1975, details of Project MKUltra were made public. An investigation by the family would show that the window of the hotel was too small for Olson to have jumped out himself. Later in the 70s, the CIA admitted that Olson had been drugged and President Gerald Ford apologized to the family. But the cause of the death remained a mystery. In 1974, Seymour Hersh exposed the MKUltra program when he wrote about it for the New York Times. In 1977, a Senate committee conducted hearings about the project. They noted that there were effectively very few medical pre-screening procedures in place for subjects targeted in the program. Moreover, the report states, at least one death, that of Dr. Olson, resulted from these activities. The agency itself acknowledged that these tests made little scientific sense. The agents doing the monitoring were not qualified scientific observers. The test subjects were seldom accessible beyond the first hours of the test. In a number of instances, the test subject became ill for hours or days, and effective follow-up was impossible. The committee decided that the victims of MKUltra should be notified, but finding them was quite difficult since the CIA had destroyed much of the project's records. While lawsuits were filed and court cases heard demands for restitutions for victims and more information be released, ultimately little was done. According to San Francisco Weekly, only 14 people were actually notified, even though potentially thousands were exposed to MKUltra experiments. 
1994, Frank Olson's son had his father's body exhumed. A new investigation showed that Frank Olson had suffered a blow to the head before falling to his death, but a New York District Attorney investigation showed inconclusive results. The family reached a settlement with the U.S. government. While so little of what actually went on as part of the MKUltra experiment is known today, the experiments have become intertwined with pop culture. Not only have the experiments inspired media such as The Manchurian Candidate, American Ultra, and Stranger Things, many prominent authors and artists like Ken Kesey, Allen Ginsberg, and Robert Hunter, lyricist for The Grateful Dead, were not only inspired by LSD, but originally got it from MKUltra experiments. Interestingly enough, while at this point universally condemned, this secret Cold War government experiment known as MKUltra has resulted in effects that have been seen by a lot more people than will ever know the project existed. Okay, what was really interesting about that information is the fact that earlier on, they were working with aerosol sprays and trying to get being able to pass on bioweapons through moisture and air and basically make it airborne. The previous generation's work to stepping up to the COVID level, and this is where the connections are all coming through. So it's good to know that they were trying to develop mind control over civilians even back then. I really truly believe that they're prepping for this 5G ability to take over. So going into uh, the MAC addresses that may be attached to you via cell phones or nanotech or chips from cars or your credit cards or whatever but the nanotech is how they're going to spread it into you and control you and be able to track you and chase you and then eventually if they get rid of the cash they will have us okay there's a disclaimer on this information the information contained in this is for educational and research purposes only non-commercial and non-profit it should not be used to diagnose or treat any disease all health conditions should be treated by medical professionals. This work contains copyrighted and non-copyrighted material of public domain. The participation of people in this documentary was voluntary. They are not actors and did not receive any compensation. The MAC address or Media Access Control, Media Access Code, is a hexadecimal code that all electronic devices have, made up of six blocks of two hexadecimal characters that uniquely correspond to a network card or device. Ideally, the response to COVID should be the establishment of a global healthcare system, a basic healthcare system for the entire human race. I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance, even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. Okay, this is Lieutenant General Thomas McCurney. He exposes the connection between the jabs and 5G. You know, back long before the 2020 election, I had the pleasure of putting up a story, an interview actually, of a gentleman that I've come to know very well. This interview was done on the Two Mics uh, show. And again, keeping in mind, this was before the election, where I was told and they were told that essentially the 2020 election was probably going to be stolen. And it was going to be stolen technologically. And again, we're talking about days before the election. This opened the doors for me to be able to go through and do my own research. And shortly after the 2020 election, we were able to break the story about a company called Dominion Voting Systems. Now, fast forward, fast forward about a year. We're looking at pandemic panic theater. We're looking at everything that's happening in the world with COVID-19. We're looking at a at a world that has Joe Biden installed as president. And at that point, we started seeing real challenges with, with the pandemic, and in particular with the so-called vaccines. Now, at that time, one of, somebody who I had interviewed multiple times had come on, and he started gathering people together, gathering doctors, the brightest minds in medical science together, getting them together and asking them questions and trying to figure out what in the world was going on and what information do we need to disseminate. And he did. He was at the forefront of getting warnings out about the jabs way back in early 2021. So now here we are in 2022, and I get an alert today that said that there is more information, more news that needs to come out from this, from this particular person. News that is, that is both breaking and shocking and should be able to prepare Americans for what's to come. Today I'm very blessed, pleased, and honored to welcome back to the show Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney. General, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well, J.D., and I re 
appreciate greatly your taking the time to uh, to listen to me and that we can discuss what I think is potentially could be the greatest crime in, in the history of the world. And that's, that's what's very stunning to me. It's a little early. Uh, I don't want to terrify people, but I want to prepare people just like as you talked about, look, I've been very by the Chinese Communist Party against the world and the US, the 2020 election. I'm very candid about it. It was a massive cyber warfare attack on six battleground states using the latest technology. And uh, it happened to be US technology, but the Chinese Communist Party was leading it. Uh, so the oath that I took many years ago in the plains at West Point to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Never did I expect, J.D., that I would all of a sudden meet domestic enemies that somehow our founding fathers put in our oath of office that are a danger to this nation. And to be very specific, it's important that people know that COVID-19 was unrestricted warfare of getting global domination through massive biological attacks to kill millions of people, as well as massive cyber using the latest technology and not using kinetic like the Russians are using today. So they envision global domination that way. I would normally have, and they promulgated this in 2005. I normally JD would, would have kind of shrugged off and said, not going to happen in the world that I know it, but it happened. It happened. And, and everyone knows after the last two years, what's going on, something strange is going on. And, and something is strange, like for instance, open borders, deliberate flood of people, 2 million, 20 to 30% had COVID-19 and the uh, government didn't care. Yet you and I and everybody else had to have mandatory vaccinations. We have never had mandatory vaccinations. Why mandatory vaccinations? And I'm going to flesh that out a little bit for it. But Afghanistan, Afghanistan was not a withdrawal. It was a surrender. And we gave the Taliban $85 billion of the latest military equipment. That wasn't an accident. Critical race theory in our schools. Why did this all of a sudden pop up? Why does the skin color that you have make a difference on the merits of your performance? In the military as a single seat fighter pilot, and I was leading 16 F-15s or F-16s. I didn't care what color their skin was, who their mommy and daddy was, or where they went to school or who they were married to. I cared if they were in position All of a sudden, we have the chairman and joint chiefs of staff worried about white rage. I had never heard that before. So these things, the inflation, massive inflation that we've seen, that we haven't seen for 40 years, these are not accidents. Oh, Biden, as I call Biden, he, he's, he's not dumb. He knows what he's doing. But he's not running the show. The show is run by elites being led in this particular case by Barack Hussein Obama, who is the only president who did not leave Washington, D.C. out of 45 presidents. He's the only one that did not leave Washington, D.C. when he left. He moved 1.2 miles from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue to Calorama. Now, why am I shaping all these things for you? with the woke politics. All these things, J.D., are designed, and our listeners should understand, to create chaos, to confuse you. Look at Disney now. They're not talking about boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Please, this is designed to confuse us, to create turbulence. And now, of course, what's going on in uh, uh, the Ukraine is again another another deception 
but it was kicked off by the second day of uh, o Biden in office when he promulgated uh, an executive order that canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, drilling in Anwar and other federal lands, etc. In other words, we went from energy independence to energy dependence, and lo and behold, the price of gasoline doubled. My goodness. But this was all deliberate to create the confusion. And now I'm going to tell you why. There is compelling evidence coming out, and uh, I want you and the American people to understand that there is going to be another wave. And uh, let me just have one caveat. There are two waves already, COVID-19 and fentanyl, all coming out of China, J.D. There's no question where it came from. And there's no question that it came out of the Wuhan number four virology laboratory. It wasn't a fish market or a bat market. That was all the cover. And it so happened that Dr. Fauci and other CDC members had been complicit in the gain of function. We find this through open source documents, et cetera. So as I identify people that are going against the United States, there are some more names for you. Now, what is going to happen is we're going to get a third wave. And this wave is going to impact the midterm elections, I believe, so that there won't be an election because the virus is going to be far deadlier than what we've seen. You know, if you were below the age of 30, COVID-19, you had a survival rate of 99.9999, four nines behind the 99% JD. Now, why would you have a mandatory vaccination, particularly on your military people, particularly on your first responders, and particularly on your medical professionals. That's the key and the core of our national security. So it's very strange. Now, what's going to happen is if you got the vaccination, I'm going to tell every person that got it, you now have reduced or no immunity. Your immune system has been killed. And that's why so many people are dying from so many different diseases, but they aren't identifying, they're all identifying as COVID-19 deliberately. If you died in a hospital and you divide of COVID-19, you got the hospital got 15 or 17 or $20,000, I forget what it is. They paid for your death, the government. Strange, isn't it? So what are the hospital officials gonna do? They're gonna put COVID-19. Now, if you look at the deaths in COVID-19, they are more than World War I and World War II together, the deaths in COVID-19 and the vaccination. Now, that's stunning. That is stunning, J.D. But we're about to see something that has never happened in history before, and that is the, the danger because this vaccination has a mRNA in it that has particles, little particles, metallic particles. And you've probably heard of the transmission system that the telecommunications are coming out. You have 4G on your cell phone now. You're going to get 5G. Now in the 5G reign at the 18 gigahertz, I'm getting technical and I want to keep it very simple, but this will activate those nanoparticles in your system that the vaccination put in, particularly the second one, the second shot, or third or fourth they're talking about. Now you saw two days ago that O'Biden, the doofus, got a shot in an auditorium and everybody watched him. Do you think for anything that that was the vaccination? That was saline water. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not a sucker anymore. And so that's why I think it's important to alert you. What can you do about it now? And that, that is, is what question. What can you do? Yeah. Now, there are things that can be done. And I'm not prepared to tell them medically to right now, 
but there are things that can be done. Just like I talked today as I alerted a friend in New York because they're talking about the, uh, the disease that we're looking at, the virus that could come out is Marburg. Now Marburg is a part of the Ebola virus. You remember Ebola from Africa. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as contagious as COVID-19, but it's far deadlier. I mean, when you were talking less than 1%, now we're talking up to 80%. This is genocide, potentially. Never in history have we seen it. Of the 320 million or 30 million Americans we have, probably 250 at least have had the shot. Let's say 200. Now, that is stunning information. It is. Uh, But uh, let me digress back to, I was talking to a a chap in New York whose uh, wife is a doctor because I was trying to determine in some of our sources that the doctors in New York City have been alerted and they're wearing uh, protective gear and that. I'm trying to verify that. That's why I'm a little, uh, I haven't verified all these things, but I felt it's important, J.D., to alert the people to be prepared because there's going to be a second virus. Marburg, it looks like it, which is part of the family of the E. coli and Ebola. And the, the important thing of this is This chap was telling me his father-in-law runs three nursing homes. He had 700 patients or, you know, elderly people in these nursing homes. Governor Cuomo, he tried to originally get hydroxychloroquine for all of them. And the state wouldn't let him have it. And this was before the vaccination. And the governor told him if he didn't take elderly people that had COVID-19 and put them in, then he was going to close them down. All he had to do was take his license. So his whole business was going broke. He lost 500 patients. The governor, Cuomo, is a murderer. And he is responsible for probably the deaths of 20,000 patients in New York City because of his policy. Now, if people think, well, he just didn't know, please, please, like Fauci just didn't know. And Trump got hooked, snooker. Now look, I have no problem with what they what they did, but if we would have taken hydroxychloroquine, which I took for two years in Vietnam, once a week for malaria, and there were probably five and a half million US troops that went over there and took it. And that's all we needed, a little pill, 20 cents. And yet we put trillions of dollars into that vaccination. That's why you don't hear about COVID-19 in Africa, because they take hydroxychloroquine to prevent malaria or ivermectin or their other prophylactics. So our public health system, JD, failed us. And because they did, and the doctors, you know, do no harm, they failed us. And because they didn't challenge it. Now, I have many doctor friends that have challenged it, but there are many, of course, that do not. And that's why I wanted to alert the people that the next virus, it looks like it's going to be Marburg, and it's not as contagious but it can be activated on 5G at the 18 gigahertz. Now that's a military frequency and it's called millimeter wave. And you notice around FAA got around airports that they couldn't put the 5G antennas. I don't know if you remember hearing about that because oh, yeah. it would impact, impact the instruments and landing in that, the danger. So. There's already an indication. Well, if it indicates something wrong with the instruments in an airplane, 
what's it going to do when I put the phone up to my ear? So, but, but I'm trying to get the full complete verification with lawyers and with doctors and then what we can do because there are low cost solutions to it. The number one solution is all the telecoms, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, all of them should not implement 5G. We should not implement it until this is verified. Now, yesterday, the 31st of March, I saw an email that a chap said he can't wait to see what happens today on the 31st. So that's why I wanted to talk to you. That was yesterday. That's why I wanted to talk to you and the two mics and, and, and your availability. And I'm, I'm immensely grateful, J.D., for you give me the opportunity that we must be aware because if we have a higher, a much higher death rate, that's when the, uh, the midterms are going to be difficult. They cheated and got their way through the one in 2020 and they use it as excuses. And I still do not know why those six battleground states, Arizona, Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia have not done audits. And an audit for our listeners means a difference. All they've done is recounts now. An audit can tell, for instance, on a mail-in ballot that if the mail-in ballot has been folded. If it hadn't been folded, it means it wasn't mailed in. And they have hundreds and thousands of them that were not mailed in, like in Georgia, how they were pulled out from underneath the table. Everybody saw those. And many of those were not even were, were filled out by a machine, not a human. And so that's what audits can tell you the difference. And, and sure. that's why it'd be so in two weeks, we could resolve this issue. And if I'm wrong, then I go calm out. But if I'm right, we have another president or the president Trump is a president. We have an illegitimate unconstitutionally elected president right now, in my opinion, because of what I know. And uh, all I can say is we, the people, are going to have to take our country back. The politicians on both sides. What Republican leaders, and I hear only one, Donald J. Trump talking about the 2020 election. Why are the others not talking about it? And uh, I'm talking about it because it's important. They have, and, and what we have is, is a group of people, who are they now? Well, in the US, Barack Hussein Obama, as I said, is running. He's the puppet master. Everybody knows uh, poor Biden couldn't even carry on a conversation with us right now. He'd, he'd get lost. He would have been, uh, let's face it, he's failing. And the vice president is even worse. All she does is come up with word salads. Uh, she, but guess who chose him? Obama chose them both. And so, I mean, they think they elected them in primaries, but that's not how it worked. Uh, so that our challenge, but who are they? George Soros is there. These billionaires, Klaus Schwab, a lot of the, the uh, Switzerland group that meet yearly there. Davos. Davos, correct. And they have been doing this planning for years. And then they joined up with who? Chinese Communist Party, all of a sudden, could help them, even the Russians helping them. And so not our friends doing it. And what's going on in Vienna with the Iranian talks of trying to resuscitate the JCPOA is, is criminal, just like it's criminal and it's treasonous activity of letting, having open borders and the things that they've done. So it's important that, that, that people beware because with, with this virus, it, Ebola, it is far more serious than COVID-19. So let's, let's recap this. Let's, let's unpack this because you just gave us 
a whole lot of information. Number one, I would recommend going to noqreport.com. I want everybody to know that that what what General McInerney just said, he did not go read what I had posted earlier today, and I didn't know what he was going to talk about when he came on. It just so happens, General, that the top story at noqreport.com that I had written earlier is who's really running the country. It talks about how Joe Biden is not really in charge. He couldn't be in charge. And the number one person behind him and pushing him and Kamala Harris is Barack Obama. Included on the list is Klaus Schwab, the deep state, George Soros, the Chinese Communist Party, Bill Gates, the Vatican, powers and principalities, the Rothschilds, and the New World Order. Now, again, this echoes you what you just said pretty much, pretty much perfectly. And it is true. Joe Biden is a puppet. He is, he is not running this country. Somebody else is. And again, I want to tell the readers that this, this was not planned. The general and I did not talk before we just got on air just now, literally. I mean, I asked him, hey, are you ready? He said, I'm ready. And so we started going. So let's go back to what you were saying earlier. You're talking about, um, you know, essentially that the vaccines possess this nanotechnology that can be, that is attenuated to 1.8 gigahertz through 5G that can be essentially activated. And the more jabs that you get, the more, you know, basically attuned and the more vulnerable you are. You're destroying your immune system. It is funny because what you're talking about, especially with Marburg disease and everything else, this is something I've talked about with Dr. Li Ming Yan, who is just absolutely brilliant. She's from Hong Kong, whistleblower against the Chinese Communist Party, and she's been telling us, yes, that we should expect a hemorrhagic fever similar to Marburg disease, similar to Ebola, to be the next phase coming out here. Um, I also have spoken to Dr. Zev Zelenko, who uh, echoed exactly what you were saying just now as far as what was happening in New York. As a matter of fact, his entire organization was built because of Andrew Cuomo's restrictions for hydroxychloroquine against him. He started doing, and now you're going to find this part interesting. I know I'm just recapping everything so far. I think you'll find this part interesting. He has actually been searching for a way to, and I'm not a doctor, so I can't say he's searching for a way to to combat the uh, the challenges with the vaccines. But in reality, that's kind of what he's doing because he has anticipated that there would be autoimmune dysfunction as a result of people getting jabs and jabs and jabs and jabs and jabs. It's destroying our immune system. So he put together, if you, and you can do this on your computer if you like, if you go to zstacklife.com slash freedom, that's zstacklife.com slash freedom, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko has put together this drug that it's just, it's just nutraceuticals, okay? It's not like something miraculous out there. It's like NAC and zinc. and He's trying everything. I don't know if it's going to work. I didn't get jabbed, okay? So I don't know if, if, if this will even work. But for those who have, whether you've had one injection, two injections, three, they're talking about four, five, and they say sixth by fall, they're saying now there's going to be a sixth injection by fall. Folks, number one, stop getting the jab, okay? This is progressive. There's a reason why there's, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, Okay, if it was just one and done, then a lot of people are in trouble, as the general said. But I believe, and a lot of doctors think, that the reason they keep injecting us with more is because the more you have, the worse off you are. If you got one jab or maybe even two, you can probably still recover. As a matter of fact, I've known people who have, who basically, you know, they've, they've gotten a full, you know, they, they were scared that they were going to get myocarditis or have heart attacks or this, that, or the other. And several months after having that first or second jab, they were actually okay. But once you start looking at the people that have the third and the fourth jab, now we're starting to get into the real danger zone for the people. And this will be, this will be even worse, as General McInerney told us, once this hemorrhagic fever um, is released, if, assuming that it's going to be released sometime around the election, which I wholeheartedly agree. We have no evidence of this. Okay, We're not stating that's a fact, folks. We're saying that based upon everything we've learned for the last two years, Everything we've seen, the powers that be do against us, this seems to be the next logical choice. And we have scientists who have told us, and especially, I mean, my contacts are nowhere near. The reason I love having the general on is because he has exponentially more context than I do. I've seen some of his groups. And, you know, the people that he's talking to, these are like, you know, I'm trying to grab doctors off the street. He's getting some actual real world-renowned experts telling him what's going on. So, General, I am so grateful that you were able to come on and share this information. Is there, I mean, that's enough of a bombshell, but is there anything else that you need to tell us before before we sign off? Well, what, what you just described, and, and you and I had not talked at all about it, mm -hmm. and, and as far as I know, you were going to say, hey, you're a tin hat. 
General. You, you, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not. You get it. And, and because we have questioned, and, and like you say, you and I don't know what's going to happen in the future except one thing, patterns of behavior. And if you laid out the patterns of behavior that we've all seen already, J.D., do not be surprised. That's how we're predicting because it's their game plan. They've already used it. They have unlimited wealth, the names you talked about. They have unlimited wealth. Uh, so our listeners understand I don't do social media except I'm on Telegram. I have 165,000 followers on Telegram. I don't do telegram. So they have somebody playing me. And, and this program itself right now, they're listening to it. And I just hope now that they've wised up because if they got their family did or something else, they got the two shots. Now you're the most vulnerable. Three and four are, are really tough. But Seb Zelensky and other doctors are working on uh, prophylactics that can minimize that and 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 but the good fortune is let's get them to cut off 5g we don't need 5g oh well before you go any further let me hold on i got to give you some information so so that i forgot i totally blew um regarding that so i had a contact tell me and you tell me i I, i'm I'm telling you this i'm doing this in the public so it's probably a bad idea um, for me to say this, but I, hey, we're here, so let's just do it. They, they're already watching both of us anyway, I assure you of that. Um, but I had somebody tell me, um, somebody of good authority, say that the reason that they don't want, the reason that they're pushing against having the uh, 5G close to airports has nothing to do with, with landing or, or instrumentation. It's because they need to have pockets of 5G-free areas for people, whether they've been vaccinated or not, for those people to be able to travel. So if they're like, you know, it's, it's like, okay, hey, yeah, I'm bringing my cousin over from, you know, to, to Norway or from Norway here. Um, they got vaccinated. I don't want them to die. Okay, so hey, Barack, you mind if let's just keep all the airports free of 5G. That way, at the very least, people will be able to bounce around. They'll be able to travel around the country and around the world without getting getting zapped, getting killed by the 5G and uh, attenuating to their to their uh, um, to their jabs and stuff like that. Makes if you sense. hear of anything like that, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. They again, they have good cover stories. Look, they're professionals, and I don't know what military they've got, but their cyber warfare it happens to be my business, partially now, and uh, and and so I understand the technology they're using. Uh, the fact is. Um, the Democratic Party, under its leadership today, is no longer for America. They are doing anything to be elected. They are all these millions of people that are cro- coming across the border. They, in New York City, as you know, they're going to be able to vote. The founding fathers didn't have that. You had to be, a quote, a citizen. So we now have just roughly identified the Democratic Party, J.D., is our threat. Now, we have rhinos in the Republican Party, I'm saying, that aren't standing up. But once this uh, fever hits, they're going to wonder why, because there are going to be a lot of stringers that they didn't plan on, family members, that get hit. And they are part of the reason. So we cannot afford to let this happen to America. We're a little premature, but we want the listeners, and you've got magnificent listeners, to be educated, to be sensitive. You're in good shape because you didn't get any shots. I got one, and then a doctor convinced me, and I've been taking different things to, to minimize it. But... Uh, there, there are things, and so we need to be prepared, and we need leadership. But the only way we're going to win, J.D., and I, I can't, God bless you for having the courage to have me on, and God bless you for what you're doing to tell the American people. We the people, every person has got to understand 
This is their Normandy. This is their Battle of the Bulge. This is their Iwo Jima. Just as a citizen, you never thought that was going to happen. That wasn't supposed to happen. But we've got to take our country back, J.D. And God bless you for having me. And God bless you for what you're doing. And God bless America. God bless America. And yes, God bless you, sir, for coming on. Keep fighting the good fight, sir. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless. That was from a while ago, about 10 months ago or so. So the midterms came and went. There was a lot of pushback. What's interesting about this uh, interview with Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney is that he talks about Marburg fever, which is supposed to be coming up. And what was interesting about that is England or someplace in Europe, but I believe it was England, had a breakout of this stuff, hemorrhaging from the ears and eyes, really nasty, but it was easily contained, easily contained. So now Pfizer is looking at the variants of COVID and they're saying, huh, we need to develop variants and adjust the virus so that way we can prevent the variants that are coming up by already having vaccines. I don't get it. It's asinine, but the only thing I can think of is is that they're going to try to push through a more contagion Marburg fever. And when that happens, it's going to be nasty. When that happens, I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to say it's Marburg fever, say it's um, these, these viruses or these diseases. But I will say that the 5G, the nanotech, the things that they're figuring out, will have the ability to affect human beings to either make you go mad, to uh, affect your vital organs, your brain. Potentially, with the you know from what Lieutenant General was saying, that that 18 gigahertz is a military signal that they're using on the 5G. And what happens if they turn up the signal and you have these nanotech situations there that now go haywire in such a way that does super damage, creating a Marburg fever effect. And next thing you know, people are starting to keel over from heart attacks, hemorrhaging, whatever. And they're going to call it this new disease that's super contagious. And that's how they're going to get rid of people. And then if you don't get vaccinated with what they say is the new vax, guess what? They're going to be coming for you. And it's already happening in Brazil. We talked about that in one of the last uh, few episodes. And I can only say that you got to be prepared to uh, somehow stay out of the systems of you. And they're going to be able to read us. They're going to know the 5G if we don't have the, the nanotechnology, the nanotech stuff in us uh, that's going to be able to do the damage. Just a quick recap on some of the things that you know are important to Big T and the Deep Dive for Truth team and uh, the human race is uh, go spend some time off the grid, off the system. Deconnect. Get away from cameras. Don't let them know where you are. Reboost your cash. Use cash. Revitalize cash. So try to get some silver. Try to get some, some gold. Try to get some food. Try to get some supplies throughout the world. Make sure you have a way to defend yourself when the system comes a knocking. I just do know that love conquers all and God is love. So God conquers all. You all need to understand that you got to protect your family. You got to protect your, your own ability, your own health. And uh, do your deep dives. Do your digging. It's important for you guys to all figure this out. But the connection between MK Ultra, mind control, nanotechnology, the advancements of technology, all the way up until today, and the 5G network and the potentials that could be coming out of it. Just letting you know. Remember... Hey, God, family, country, if you believe in all those things and you're a human being, not part of the alien existence or part of the system, then you're part of my family and uh, you're part of all of our family. Remember, uh, support us, get a t-shirt, donate, become a truth ambassador. That would be great. Um, Thank you for those people that just signed up to be truth ambassadors. Super support. Thank you kindly for the help and uh, may God bless you and your families. Stay safe, everybody. Peace. Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race.
We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.